0: Hello and welcome back to Free Reeling It, a movie podcast put on by two friends who watch movies and then they talk about it. I'm one of the friends. My name is Matthew, and I'm of course joined by the other friend, Jesse. How are you? You like lists? I love them, actually. We got a we got a
1: couple of big lists to talk about.
0: Yes, we got a couple of big lists. And we are going to lay them on the table and measure them for everybody to hear. No, uh, so this time, every ten years, uh, the magazine that is put out by the British Film Institute called Sight and Sound puts out uh, its 100 greatest films of all time. Now, these are voted on by people in the movie industry uh specifically what well, used to be voted on by critics and filmmakers um since 1992 uh they've done two separate lists one that was critics and one that was directors traditionally uh, this this list started in the 50s it started in 1952 it's been put out every 10 years since so 62 72 82 etc uh, for the longest time, Citizen Kane was was atop this list. And in 2012, that changed. It was uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. And the 10 years was 2022, which is the year we're in. It just came out, and uh, I knew it was coming out, and I brought it up to Jesse and said, Hey, I'd like to talk about this because I like discussions. That these lists can create. Uh, I also kind of put some talking points for us to sort of think about. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna before we are gonna go through the list real fast. We'll go through them each, you know, ten at a time, and kind of pick out movies we've seen or move. Or I would actually put this to like pick a movie you're interested in too. Like even if you if you've heard of it but not necessarily seen it. Uh, because I think, I think it's nice to see the these uh, topics evolve over time, and I like how um, how much each list change changes from instance to instance, and I think I think it provides a nice discussion. Uh, but before we do that, couple of talking points. Jesse, be honest, what was your reaction to this list? Attempt not to spoil it, please.
1: Uh I mean I'm fine with it. It's someone's opinion. That's that's kind of how I always felt. There's I mean, there's objectively like terrible opinions. Um Of course. And there's objectively like terrible takes on things. But sure. I mean there's nothing not respectable about what's on here. I don't I can't think of a movie yeah. out here that I'm like well, that movie's not even near the top 100 movies. Like these are all good movies, yeah. especially I mean the ones, I, especially the ones I know. Like they're all ones I really like and would love to watch again, and the ones I like to share with friends. So, yeah, I mean, I, that's someone's opinion, it's fine. I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think I would probably say say it's someone's opinion if it was like Empire's list. I mean, it's a group of people's opinions, but like, like. I think I I like I like the spirit of this. It's just like, hey, filmmakers, film critics, send in your ten favorites. That's it.
1: Kind of how I always treat a list, especially a list like this. That's like one every ten years. Is mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like uh, we were just talking about Siskel and Ebert. But it's like Roger Ebert's a thousand movies you need to watch before you die. It's yeah. all suggestions. Sure, and that's what these lists like. That's why I think these lists are really nice. Is because like they're respectable in the sense of like these are movies you should at least try to watch that, that mm-hmm. we think are worth pursuing because these are like most of these movies are gonna be harder to find i think overall um right i mean not harder to find in the sense of like you gotta dig for them it's like harder to find it's, like you guys subscribe to a 15 dollar criterion account to get these
0: yeah and yeah accessibility is always a problem with with something as mammoth as this yeah so
1: should we start which list are we
0: starting with well, hey, we're hang on, hang oh, on, sorry. hang on. Um, now, rather than just specific to this list, um, how when when someone says, "Hey, these are these are these are the best anything of a year of all time," how do you take that statement? Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question first, mainly because I always view it as a collective. Rather than, this is the best, this is second best, this is third best. Where, like, you know, these are essentially a hundred films that are good, if not great, in their own right. And considering who is kind of involved in this process, it definitely does something for the medium. Or or, it, or it, it, if you're just talking with one person, like, this sort of moved the art form up for them. um, And I, I, the, I know like on the, in our list of little talking points here, I said, do you, do you feel this is definitive sensationalist or just sales clickbait? While it's, and I, I think that while it's relatively clear how sight and sound, you know, do their list because they don't really, it's not like an editorial team arguing with each other. Like if, if anybody follows video games, like the giant bomb end of the year podcasts or anything like that, these are just like this is. These are done across the entire film crit world. Yeah. I think they and are, are and eligible. everybody's eligible. So,
1: um, yeah, I mean, this is kind of how I feel about everything like this. And this is clearly like the giant bomb stuff versus like an IGN list or something. Is you have to follow the voices that you not necessarily agree with, but you like. Mm-hmm. I think agree yeah. with is pretty key when it comes to reviews. Like, you have to find common ground to when they say something's negative and you like it, you can challenge that. Um, if you follow someone that, like, 100% agrees with you all the time, that doesn't really do much. And if you follow someone that never agrees with you, that just makes you depressed. So I think, like, a good 70-30 mm-hmm. or an 80-20 is good. Like, yeah. I think that's a good reviewer. Um, So in that sense, like... I think these lists are just for different folks. Like this list is not going to be your watch mojo top 10 or, uh, or yeah. even like your um, what's the, the people that do honest trailers. Like I think film junkies, like they do top tens and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. that, those are for people who want, like want to watch like <sighs> yee isn't going to be on that list. Right. <laughs> or right. like, or um, even like uh Joan of Arc isn't going to be on that list. Because yeah. just, those aren't movies, you know. You don't come and see. it gonna be
0: anywhere near. Yeah,
1: end. but like Blade Runner <laughs> might
0: be, or um, yeah,
1: uh Northway Northwest might be, or something like 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 movies that are like still popular. But like, it's just for different different audiences. So I'm like, I keep mm-hmm. seeing like a lot, but like, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, it's this is the these are the audiences, these are the critics that I like to look at and review. That's why I would listen to. That's why I listen to three hours of a Giant Bomb game list even though I didn't play most of the games they talked about because, yeah. and my favorite game of the year is, was number three on their most disappointing games of the year. <laughs> because like, I still what was your favorite game yeah, of the year. of Knights. Cause I'm a sucker. I'm a Mark. Ugh. I'm an easy Mark. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like, I respect their opinion enough and I agree with them most of the time that even if the list doesn't vibe with me, I know, I know there's a reason why it's there and I should look into it. Yeah. So I don't think it's definitive. Yeah. I think it's strong. And I think it's respectable, mm-hmm. but I never think anything's definitive. And if you say it's
0: definitive, then that's when it becomes an issue. <laughs> well, that one—that's when you have to really show your work, yeah. and it can't just be well. This film's un- uh, uh, like objectively good or something like and that. I don't think L- Sight and L- Sound
1: ever says they're less definitive, but they—they do no. show their work in the article. Like you can read why these movies are picked. And that's another reason mm-hmm. why I really like um, the the Cinefix top tens because. Like Watch Mojo, they'll pick their top tens because they'll and they'll spout f- silly facts. But like the Cinefix top tens are like really deep dive of like why they pick these and like they did um the last list they did was like top ten heroes and what they did is they took personality traits for heroes and made that each number and so it was the number okay. one of that personality trait. But they kept on building on each other until they got to number one, which was all the personality traits of one hero. Like, that's a really cool okay. idea of, like, how to craft a list. Yeah. And so it's stuff like that. And, I, like, that's, that's why I like the sight and sound list from what I've seen is, like, having two different lists of the directors and the directors all picking five in their own personal mm-hmm. list is just really fun. And it's a lot to look at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, um, like, for me, doing this particular podcast with you has brought back my interest in film. In a way that it had been kind of gone for a while, and every ten years when this list comes out, or at least since I've been paying attention, since you know two thousand two, I've all this has always set this has always pointed me to new places. And you know, will I? I mean, honestly, if I hadn't seen the two thousand two list, I would have never watched. Yeah. And when I and if if when when I saw Eight and a Half, that changed my that was one of those things that like said hey you've seen the world this way what if you look at it this way from now on and then just it looks like a whole new place um and i like that lists can do that and you know eight and a half even at the time was in the top 10 but i've also like i also like keep the list around so when i say if i'm looking for something to watch that i don't that I haven't seen before, I'll look at the list and be like, okay, I've not seen that. Let's watch that. And I'm like that's how that's how I've come to see a lot of really great movies and that is kind of uh I'll say informed the way I watch movies, but I don't just sit there and go, oh yes, that is the sixty seventh best film of all time because that's where it is on the sight and sound list. Uh because doing that I think is 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 uh is, um so I guess now uh, I'll ask one more question. Actually, you know what? No, I won't because everything else will kind of be like going through uh, the list themselves. Um, at the end, I want to add, like I know we did an episode zero with our with our 10 favorite movies at the time. Um, I want you to tell me the 10 movies you would submit to this list.
1: Oh, that's, that's a big one. Can we do that at the end? Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what, that's what I was um, saying. We'll do that at the end. There's
1: something else I kind of want to say, too, because I saw this discourse sure. kind of from this list of, um, like, Get Out being at the very bottom of this list, coming out in 2017, and, like, I think there might be one or two other movies? Parasites, yeah, Parasites on, on here. Parasites on here. Like, movies that came out really recently, um, being, mm-hmm. like, how can you, like, there was one critic that I, re- that I respected that was talking kind of about some of this, like, Moonlight's on there, too. Um, yeah. That how can a movie be held up in this regard when it needs a generation at least to see if it holds up? And to me, I thought that's kind of silly because the term instant classic has always existed, yeah, and that's why this list is every ten years because it might not hold up ten years from now, but it holds yeah. up now <laughs> right mm-hmm. like it, like that's kind of the the whole thing is it's holding up now. And that's what matters is, is it, is it punching its weight against these movies now, 10 years down the road? Maybe it won't, but that's yeah. 10 years later when the list gets updated, right? That's why Vertigo, that's why these these movies move, uh, mm-hmm. because things just hit differently in different times and you have different critics coming and giving
0: different thoughts and opinions, but yeah, like, I mean, you know, like for example, we were talking about Siskel and Eva, yeah. they would have informed prior lists Yeah, they're not around anymore. Um, So yeah, I mean, I I think the idea that a movie has to have a generation
1: between it to be even considered for lists like these is kind of silly.
0: No, yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, I agree with you completely. Should we jump in? So let's let's start. um, Let's start. Each of us will read from a respective list. Which one do you want, directors or critics? I'll do
1: critics because I think you might
0: be more fond of the directors one. Okay, well I I I like I'm not going through who voted what. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. just going just, through the list as a whole. Um, I'm going to start then because the directors list because of ties goes up to 103. Gotcha. And I'm just going to go 103 to 91 got it. right now. So 103 is Throne of Blood from 1957, trivial or uh, free reeling it uh, favorite if I, if I if I do say so myself. Yeah, and then it's uh Yee Yee from nineteen I think nineteen ninety nine. Another movie I that is miss- on my
1: list to watch, but it's very long and I need to make time.
0: <laughs> I have yeah, I've I've been wanting to watch that for probably the better part of two decades because I used to see it on the shelf at Tower all the time. Um uh, 101, I really dig. It's Pickpocket by Robert Bresson. 100 Battleship Potemkin one of the great silent films that should be taught in film school imo 99 Wanda 98 Taste of Cherry 97 2019's Parasite uh 96 Hidden 95 The Conformist number 4 94 The Color of Pomegranates number 93 Moonlight number 92 Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and number 91 The Ascent
1: You want to go first? Or you want me to? Uh, you go ahead. Um, movies from that small bit that I love a lot. I think Parasite is pretty perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I think Moonlight is pretty heart-wrenching. And I still have not seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, but it is on my
0: list. So Eternal Sunshine is like the, the surprise for me here. I've not seen Moonlight. I do want to see it. Parasite uh, is amazing. It's it's one of those... Uh, it's, it's one of those... That, films that i i immediately came out of going i don't know how to make that i don't think that experience could have been been any better for me as for films i would want to see like yee, yee is the one that jumps out i've seen taste of cherry like around but never watched it so that would be another one
1: going to the critics list um i'll do 191 we got yep. get out the general black girl tropical Melody. Once upon a time in the West, a man escaped the earnings of Madame D, the Leopard, Utsuki Monotagari, and Yi. Um, I probably said number two wrong. I mean, I
0: think it got Monotagari right because I know the anime, but not the yeah, first. Yeah, it's, it's 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 Ugetsu. Ugetsu. Yeah, like, my brain's like that. You didn't read and that then- right? <laughs> And then there's also it's the earrings of Madame Day. not the oh, earnings. It's, it's been a long week. I'm like I'm like
1: bumping up against the end of the year stuff. Work Celebrating
0: capitalism with the earnings of Madame uh, uh. yeah, I said Madame D.
1: <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> uh, out of that, you go first on that list.
0: So, uh, I've not seen Get Out. It's good. I need to. I need to. I've not seen Ye I will watch it eventually. Uh, th- Movies on this that jump out to me, I have seen Ugetsu, The Leopard, Earrings of Madame Day, Once Upon a Time in the West, and The General. The General is a, a perfect distilling of slapstick comedy that might not make you laugh, but you will walk you will walk out of that going, that was really funny. Um, Once Upon a Time in the West might be my second favorite Sergio Leone movie. Um, and then The Earrings of Madame Day is is. It's really cool because it's one of the, it's one of those times where you don't ever learn the protagonist's name. If I remember correctly, it's been more than twenty years since I've seen since I've seen it, but uh, it, it's it, it's dope. Uh, and the leopard, I bought it when it came out on DVD on Criterion, and uh, I cried when I watched it. So
1: for me, I mean, you already kind of know I've seen Get Out. It's really good, and I I respect it being at a hundred. Um, I actually have not seen any of the other movies. For the this ten, but I really do want to watch Once Upon a Time in the West.
0: Yeah, that should be an episode. Yeah, I think Unless that I'll would be a it. fun one.
1: Um
0: yeah, it's a it's a real good I'll go one. Back down to
1: the director for you.
0: So directors, uh eighty or ninety to eighty-one. Uh the red shoes, free reeling at favorite, um, wild strawberries, shoa, spirit of the beehive, blue velvet, news from home, modern times, sans soleil, a brighter summer day. And I'm going to say this is tookie bookie.
1: I think that's right. Um, I feel like the red shoes is number 10 on every director's list. And that's why it's a number 90. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. I feel like I saw a lot of the individual lists that had the red shoes listed on it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's a freewheeling favorite. Uh, I, I love yeah. It. Um, is blue Velvet? No blue Velvet's not the movie. I think it is. Um, it's, it's David, it's David Lynch. Blue I was thinking of uh, blue Valentine. Um, Oh yeah, no, that's not I like, was like, a, I saw 86, very, I'm like, that's Vastly not right. different That's movie. not it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Blue yeah. Velvet, uh, Modern Times, and uh, I think Tuki Buki are movies I really want to check out because I've seen Tuki Buki in um, the Criterion, like, discs
0: every time I go through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Modern Times is... Uh, I, I think Modern Times is my favorite of the Chaplin silence. Um but there there is a film i think that is just uh, uh, objectively and 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 uh emotionally better um spirit of the beehive is really cool wild strawberries is one of the many masterpieces by ingmar bergman and uh i've always wanted to see shoa but i have not uh, News from Home is really dope. Um, that was the first movie by Chantal Ackerman that I ever saw. And uh, and it's wonderful. Uh, Blue Velvet's really cool. First Lynch film I ever watched. Uh, without seeing that, I would never have watched Eraserhead. So, so yeah. Um, Back to me. Yeah, that's it. Um, Back to you. Let's
1: see here from 92.81. We got Parasite chucking express the shining or the shinning um histoire de cinema histoire du cinema thank you uh mm. pierrot le Four pierrot le Four. thank you the spirit <laughs> of the beehive blue velvet celine and julie go boating a matter of life and death in modern times
0: so without talking about overlap um i think we could do Parasite's dope. Yeah I, mean, yeah, I think we both agree Chunking Express is it's dope. It's so good. It's like, it's, I mean,
1: we're not to the, my favorite of, um, Kar Wai but yeah, that's real, that's, that's so good.
0: Yeah, Kar Wai is such a great That film montage maker. sequence, uh, the
1: way he does it, ugh. Oh.
0: So there are, there are, there's a whole bunch of Godard's filmography that I've just not seen. Who's Godard and again? Mo- he's the guy who directed Histoire du Cinema. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, the, um... Oh,
1: the French Champagne.
0: Yes. Uh, he, he's a... He's more known for his French New Wave material that kind of pointed the rest of the world forward in terms of cinema at the time. Um, and I've not seen a lot of his post-1975 work, so I'm always interested in looking at, at his. Um, and then yeah everything else I've seen or don't really know much about so like a matter of life and death and celine and julie go boating I don't know. Really.
1: um for me like um the shining I think is a pretty all right kubrick movie in a lot of ways um mm-hmm. my favorite is further up on the list and we will get to it um yep i Blue Velvet again is a movie i want to i want to watch at some point but uh Fou- i'm saying that wrong again um that's okay i, I really want I really neither want, of us are friends. i really want to watch that one because i think that's the one with the, the gun as the poster right <laughs> the barrel of the gun yes yeah, i want to watch that one
0: yes and i believe it's one of it's i think it's a it's a color film with jean paul belmundo in it so it's it's definitely worth your shot worth it worth a shot uh so back to me so we are 80 through 71 uh 80 the searcher sorry bagel uh 80 is the searchers 79 where is the friend's house 78 kes 77 a separation 76 sallow or the 120 days of sodom 75 the conversation 74 l'argent uh 73 ikiru 72 the seventh seal 71 chinatown Uh, i think that's 74 Uh, wrong i think it's a large agent yeah yeah large agent yes uh so this this set of 10 is weirdly packed with bangers and films i don't know anything about 71 72 73 75 76 80 are all just you you should they should they're probably all on lists of films that say like these are a thousand and one films that you should see before you die. Uh, Chinatown, The Seventh Seal, and Akira especially are, are amazing. I love Sallow, but the 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 toll it takes on me if I watch it is sometimes one of those. I'm not sure I'm ready to to pay again. Uh, and yeah, The Searchers is just one of the greatest westerns of all time. Um, but I, I do not know anything about A Separation, Kess, Where's the Friend's House, or Largent.
1: Uh, for me, The Searchers is a great movie, uh, and Chinatown is pretty good. Um, I think my issue with Chinatown is no one is as interesting as Jack Nicholson in that movie, which, when it comes to noir, that's mostly fine as having your protagonist mm-hmm. be the most interesting character, but I think you're... Antagonists and your femme fatale who might be the same person depending on your noir um, yeah. should be as interesting and I felt like Chinatown did not really deliver for me in that way okay. um, but I still think it's pretty good uh, I yeah. haven't seen any of these other ones um, <laughs> That's fine The Conversation uh, Salo Ikiru uh, and the Seven Seal ones I really want to check out though
0: Okay Yeah no, those, those are did, probably episodes we... at some point <laughs> When we when we originally pitched the idea of having like a Rolodex of film, I think all of them are on the one hundred I put yeah. in. There, so... Um, <laughs> let's
1: see, for eighty to seventy-one on critics, uh, a bright summer mm-hmm. day, seventy-nine I believe is Santiago, um, uh, Satantango,
0: Satantango, I think yeah maybe,
1: sure, uh, sure. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. I apo-
0: I, apo- I apologize to any spanish-speaking nation yeah. <laughs> we're not, that's we're very white
1: sunset boulevard yeah. uh sancho the bailiff the yeah. oh, bailiff that's i've never seen bailiff spelled that way um me either. invitation of life spirited away my neighbor totoro journey to italy french
0: oh love and it's italian
1: <laughs> uh oh is that italian uh, yeah looks french to me uh and mm-hmm. metropolis uh for me i mean uh Spirit of and My Neighbor Totoro are pretty dang
0: good bangers. Um, Totoros a war criminal though. We, we that is that <laughs> sure. is reeling it canon at this point. Um,
1: Metropolis <laughs> is one I want to watch. Sunset Boulevard is one I want to watch. Um, and I'm down to watch any of these other ones, but I just don't know them.
0: So uh, Metropolis just hit hundred, into- right? Pardon well, me.
1: Metropolis is close to hundred years old.
0: Yeah, uh, Metropolis. I would say I would I would. I would say with Metropolis because that that is a that is a silent masterpiece. Uh, it's also probably one that should be studied in in film school, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I'm not a filmmaker, so please don't take me for, take what I say as gospel. But I would actually, if we ever do that as an episode, I kind of want to do that and the anime. Yeah, from the source material, I think I think that would be a really cool double episode la ventura um sancho the bailiff sunset boulevard uh an imitation of life bangers 100 percent bangers the others i just have not seen
1: it's your time for and me i listening. would wa-
0: i would watch any of them um oh yeah i've got to get back to what am i on 70 remind 72 A-
1: A- wants us to get to the yeah. next part
0: okay 70 to 61 that's me yes 70 is Jaws. 69, nice. Some like it hot. 68, Lawrence of Arabia. 67, Blade Runner. 66, Tropical Malady. 65, Satin Tango. 64, La Cienaga. 63, Sunset Boulevard. 62, Me- Meshes of the Afternoon. And 61, Late Spring. Jesse, go first.
1: Jaws should be higher on the list. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, even if it's only a few ones, I think Jaws is a better movie than Blade Runner, in my opinion. Um, and I think both of those movies are triumphs of, like, uh, adversity in the filmmaking in a lot of ways. That's uh, mm-hmm. so why I think Jaws maybe outshines Blade Runner because there's so much more going on in, J- in Jaws versus Blade right. Runner where it's, like, a director trying to um, prove himself again. Jaws is a director trying to prove himself for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, not that Spielberg didn't direct smaller movies before that, but like this is like his first big movie, <laughs> and they're like, "No, that's not going to happen." Yeah. And then it defined literally a, what a summer was.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Where, like
1: Blade Runner came out, and like, yes, it's very good, and it's highly regard now, but it came out as a wet fart when it came out. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I, I don't Did not know. do well at all. I just, I just think Jaws probably uh-huh. should be a little higher, just in some respect. But that's just me. Um, Lawrence of Arabia, Arabia, some like a hot um, Sunset Boulevard. Uh, Tropical Malady. All movies I want to see.
0: Okay, all of them, uh, except I haven't seen Tropical Malady, uh, but Sunset Boulevard, Some Like It Hot, Lawrence of Arabia, Bangers. Uh, I would put in Late Spring. Um, Yasujiro Ozu is uh, one of my favorite filmmakers, and all of his movies are essentially just family dramas or community dramas and all of them are so full of just heart and universal feeling i think is a way to is a way to say it um uh, and yeah i watch any ozu anybody out there that may hear this watch any ozu you can you will probably get something from it uh hopefully you won't hopefully that thing you get from it won't be absolute hate uh because i think he is just he made some of the most beautiful films of all time. Uh, and yeah, plenty, plenty of bangers in that tent. Jesse.
1: Uh, yes, I have 70 to 61. <coughs> we have The Gleaners and I, The Red Shoes, mm-hmm. La Jet.
0: La Jeté. Hmm.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> Andrea Rublev.
1: Andre Rublev. <laughs> uh, Tukibuki Casablanca, The Third Man, Goodfellas, Daughters of, of the Dust, and Moonlight. And let me tell you something about this ten. This ten has bangers in it. It has moonlight. Yes, it does. <laughs> it has good It has the third man. It has Casablanca. And It has the Red Shoes.
0: Free reeling at favorite, uh, La Jetée. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend. It's not a very long movie. It's also uh, what the movie Twelve Monkeys is kind of a remake of. It makes sense. And uh, it's it's it lagarte is a wild wild watch uh that's all i'll say um Andre rublev it's a Tarkov, tarkovsky film you know i'm going to love it uh it was the fir- that's the first tarkovsky film i no it wasn't stalker was first i'm sorry um or no i did see rublev first and that led me to talk that led me to stalker um but yeah Andre rublev is wonderful i've not seen the gleaners and i Daughters of the Dust, Tukibuki. Oh I, everything else I have seen. So Casablanca
1: Instagram. is what Chinatown wants to be.
0: I'll go with you on that. That's a that's a that's a, that's a nice observation.
1: Um, yeah, I think you're next now. Sixty. Sixty to fifty-one.
0: Sixty to fifty-one. Uh, number sixty, Eraserhead. Uh, number fifty-nine, Fanny and Alexander. Fifty-eight, Cleo from Five to Seven. Fifty-seven, Vididiana. 56, Fear Eats the Soul. 55, The Piano. 54, La Notte. Uh, 53, Singing in the Rain. And 52, La Maman et la Putain. Or Putain. I'm not, I don't speak French. And number 51, Don't Look Now. Eraserhead.
1: Banger. Uh, yep. Singing in the Rain. Banger. Don't Look Now. Banger. I feel like I've seen that movie.
0: That's a banger. Um, Nicholas, it's it's a Nicholas Rogue film from the well it's from 1973 as it says, and it it, it is a bank. I have not uh, seen that I've movie. Seen, I just
1: know about the ending.
0: Yeah, I've not seen the piano. Piano is one I want to watch. I've not. Um, I feel like I've watched Cleo from five to seven, but I do not remember. Yeah, that it. one
1: and Fanny and Alexander are the ones on my list.
0: Fanny and Alexander is, so there are two versions of Fanny and Alexander. There's the, the theatrical one and the miniseries one, because Bergman yes, has that kind yes. of money to throw around. And isn't like Fanny uh, and Alexander,
1: and, the miniseries one, like eight hours or something?
0: It's I think it's six, and it is, it both of them are so good. I think, I think uh, in the
1: Cinefix movie about uh, list about families that they did for Thanksgiving, they put the long version of Fanny and Alexander on there.
0: Yeah. Both of them are are amazing. Uh, Viridiana is one of my favorite Luis Manuel films. Fear Eats the Soul is uh, Rainer Werner Fassbender. Um, I think he was... They called... Uh, uh, Direct him and directors at the same time like the german new wave and i uh, uh rainer Werner Fassbinder did he did melodramas kind of the way douglas sirk did uh, when we watched written in the wind um so it's kind of that vibes uh and yeah eraser heads a banger and then i've not seen la Maman et la putain and uh don't look now is a banger it's a it is a Awesome thriller.
1: A race is one of those movies that you want to watch uh, a decade before you have a child.
0: Shit. <laughs> here I here I am in the last trimester. <laughs> no, I mean you've already seen it. That's what I'm saying. Like the whole yeah, the know. whole point
1: of that movie, and I think that some people think about that movie a bit too hard. Maybe I don't know. Is that the, no, no? They the do. The whole point of that movie is like he's scared of being a dad. <laughs> like that yeah, feels like that's yeah. the point of that movie. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, back to the Craigslist from sixty to fifty-one. Um, La Dolce Vita? La Dolce Vita. Yeah, that one. Uh,
0: Sans, <laughs> Solia? Sans Soleil? Sans Sole. Man, I... I I'm, I'm, I'm not like... No, no, it
1: shows how much I don't know how to pronounce things, even though that's I know okay. how to write things. Uh, Sherlock Jr. Yeah. I, that's a movie I'm so curious about. Uh, the Dude. Yeah. Okay, alright, okay, uh, go ahead. The Apartment. <laughs> yeah! Battleship Pokemon. Uh
0: Yeah, Potemkin. Potemkin. Uh Blade Runner. Battleship Guilty Gear Fighting (laughs) Character. (laughs)
1: Uh, Contempt. News from Home. Ali Fear Eats the Soul, and the Piano. Mm -hmm. I've only
0: seen Blade Runner. (laughs) Okay, uh so La Dolce Vita, banger. from it's I think it's the film uh Frederico Fellini Uh, did right before eight and a half. San Soleil, same guy that did La Jete, banger. Sherlock Jr., Buster Keaton, slapstick, son, oh, banger. Okay. Uh, the Apartment, Billy Wilder, one of the great Billy Wilder scripts and Can films. Can we switch that to my now.
1: Christmas movie if we do my Christmas movie?
0: What the apartment? Yeah,
1: apartment's listed as a Christmas movie.
0: Yeah, that's about as that's about as christmas as Die Hard is <laughs> no, so, i'm just saying okay fine whatever uh and no Die Hard is not a christmas movie i'm standing here battleship potemkin banger blade runner banger contempt jean-luc Godard, doing the quentin tarantino thing of just using a hot woman as the main character little problematic but actually a really good film uh news from home chantal ackerman really good uh ali fear eats the soul i was just talking about rainer Werner fassbender very good and i've not not seen the Piano. I
1: just saw that Jaws isn't on the critics list, and I'm very upset. Um, <laughs> your
0: turn again. <laughs> We're at the halfway point. Critics and critic critics and directors different opinions. Who knew? Uh, number fifty, Doctor Strange, Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Forty nine, Psycho. Forty eight, La Talante. Forty seven, City Lights. Forty six, Once Upon a Time in the West. 45 les mepri 44 come and see free reeling it favorite right there 43 did I say 44 you're fine 44 44 is come and see 43 is vagabond uh 42 a man escaped and 41 Night of the Hunter. we got some we I got think, some more favorites on here dr strange Love's I pretty think, good I I think this is the 10 so far that I've seen the most of I think I've seen all but one uh
1: psycho is really good um come and is excellent I want to watch Night of the Hunter. I want to see, what we already talked about, Once Upon a Time in the West. And I want to see um, Vagabond.
0: Yeah. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. No, I haven't seen two. I haven't seen Vagabond or A Man Escaped. But Night of the Hunter, banger. Come and see, banger. me Mepris, banger. Uh, I almost said gang banger. Once Upon a Time in the West, banger. City Lights, banger. Latalante, banger. Psycho, banger. Dr. Strangelove, banger. Jesse take
1: it away we got 50 to 41 on the critics list we got the 400 blows wanda ordet ordet you're fine north by northwest the battle of algiers barry linden yep killer of yep. sheep stalker rashomon and bicycle thieves now let me tell you when i say <laughs> barry linden is the best
0: kubrick movie very silent when you minute. do okay when you tell me barry Lyndon is the you said when i tell you it is that barry is Lyndon the is the best kubrick movie it's the best. <laughs> i'm waiting for you to finish uh, that one's <laughs> great Stalker's great
1: um i've not yeah. seen north by northwest and i would like to and i've not seen bicycle thieves and i would like to uh
0: bicycle thieves is it's been a long time since i've seen bicycle thieves Uh, It was one of those, like, I had just discovered foreign films, so I'm going to go watch anything I could find, and it was in that. So I think I need to come... I I actually think I would probably be better served to go back to it now. Uh, uh, Rashomon Stalker. I've not seen Killer of Sheep. Barry Lyndon is really great. Battle of Algiers, fucking rules. North by Northwest, very entertaining, very... When the AFI named this as one of the 100 thrillers, I didn't find myself too thrilled by it but it was it was it was a fun watch. Ordet's really good. If you or Ordet I almost want to bring Grace back and have her watch Ordet. Hopefully she'd be interested. Uh Wanda, I've not seen 400 Blows. I think a lot of people consider that and A Bout de Souffle or Breathless uh as the two that kicked off the French New Wave. Uh, and 400 Blows is really good.
1: Your turn again.
0: Yes. Four, 40 er, to 31? What is it? 50. Oh, 40 to 31. Okay. 40 to 31. 40. Playtime. 39. L'Aventura. 38. Regle, la Regla de ju, Otherwise known as the rules of the game. 37. La Strada. 36. Alhazar Balthazar. 35. La Dolce Vida. 34. La Jetée. 33 the 400 blows 32 sunrise a song of two humans 31 man with a movie camera okay this is the 10 that this is the 10 that i've seen the most of uh i've seen all but the man with the movie camera all are bangers yeah i've not seen any of those uh rules of the game um is, is the one that i would point out as for a long time there were there were I, th- I think there were arguments as to whether or not uh, this was better than Citizen Kane because it kind of does a lot of what Citizen Kane does. Uh, I th- I think if you wanted to, if people go to Citizen Kane expecting the greatest movie of all time, that's kind of like unfair expectations. Um, but I think this movie does deep focus better. I think it does a lot of... We'll call them Cinema Tricks and Cinema Sleights of Hand. Uh, I think in a more masterful, graceful way than Citizen Kane. Um, I'm not here to say which one's better because I really do like both. Uh, Alhazar Balthazar is uh, is heart-wrenching. Um, Lestrada, heart-wrenching. Playtime Rules. Uh, Jacques Tati is one of the most underrated directors in my opinion and sunrise a song of two humans was on my 10 in our uh debut episode i love that movie a lot
1: back to me with mine 40 to 31 back on to the critics you. we got rear windows some like a hot breathless m city lights panther Panchy, panchi
0: what panchal panther panchal thank you <laughs>
1: uh you said this one earlier too you saw it yeah
0: latalante uh
1: psycho mirror and eight and a half uh love rear window love psycho uh i haven't seen anything else but i know that eight and a half mirror m is some like a hotter on my list
0: yeah, this is another one i've seen eight of the or no yeah eight of the ten uh eight and a half is one of my favorite films of all time the mirror i need to see it's one of the few tarkovsky ones i've not seen psycho rules a rules uh uh, I've not seen Panther Panjali, City Lights M, Breathless, Sunlight so like and Hot in the Rear Window, all bangers.
1: Back to you, sir.
0: And then We're on 30 now. 30, okay. I'm like scrolling up and down, so I'm glad you're just reminding me. Thank you. Uh 30, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. 29, Taxi Driver. 28, Daisies. 27, Shoah. 26 the night of the hunter 25 alhazard balthazar 24 do the right thing 23 playtime 22 late spring 21 passion of joan of arc
1: i've seen um i'm I'm on the wrong part of the list again um that's okay you did 30 to
0: 21 right 30 to 21
1: um yeah i've seen do the right thing goodfellas raging bull Mullen Drive, all fantastic. I would probably put Goodfellas
0: up Wait, did I re- did I read from the wrong list? I think I read from the right. You read from, the from the my list, list, I think. Oh I did. Okay, well let me let me rewind. No no no, real no. we'll I'm just sorry. do that
1: real fast. Um Okay. So there's critics list. Okay, Portrait of the Lady on Fire, Taxi Driver, Do the Right Thing, um again, all great. I think Portrait of the Lady on mm-hmm. Fire is really good and I'm surprised it made it so high up but like that movie chills you um yeah that movie's dope taxi driver maybe scorsese's third best movie um do the right thing is really good um yeah, i know right passion of of Arc is a movie that, that we're gonna do on here um mm-hmm. and I, we already talked about the hunter that's all i got
0: yeah uh late spring ozu i'll, I'll, I'll always stand ozu uh not seen show and not seen daisies uh portrait of lady on fire i think reba and i we saw that and we're like okay we've heard about this and we were just like whoa uh playtime absolutely rules uh passion of joan of arc is really good and yeah um so getting back i'll, to I'll, the yeah, I'll do the director's for you yeah you passion should. of joan Go of right arc
1: ahead. uh audit do the right thing mm-hmm. good fellas godfather part 2 andrea rublev
0: andre rublev
1: raging bull uh that was when I couldn't pronounce Pather Panjali. Mahlen Drive in the Battle of Algiers. Maholland Drive Banger, banger, yeah. banger. Lots of bangers. Mahlen yeah, Drive may be best lynch that I've seen. Um, again, I think Goodfellas should be above Raging Bull, but that's just my personal uh, preference. And Do the Right Thing should be a bit higher than both of those.
0: Yeah, like I mean if we're if we're if we're doing like I, I kinda feel like um, Goodfellas is is well directed entertainment. I'll say it's well-directed and entertaining. Whereas, uh, raging bull is, is not that a lot of the time. Um, so I can see why people would prefer that one to raging bull. Uh, I don't think we've not, I mean, Godfather two is probably the one of the five greatest sequels of all time. So yeah, definitely watch that. And then, um, yeah, we've talked about all these before, so I don't want to really spend a whole lot of time. Go back,
1: you go back down to the director's list and do the 20 through twenty.
0: Okay, directors, 20 through 11. Number 20, Bicycle Thieves. 19, Rashomon. 18, A Woman Under the Influence. 17, Apocalypse Now. 16, Stalker. 15, A Bout de Souffle, which is Breathless. Uh... 14, 7, Samurai, thirteen Beau Travail, twelve Barry Lyndon, eleven Taxi Driver, um, getting some of getting some of your justice. I'm there, just Jessie. saying <laughs> this is this is, this is, this is
1: great. I mean, I think the Taxi Driver, Barry Lyndon, being eleven to twelve is probably I, again. I think Taxi Driver is probably not my favorite Scorsese, but I understand why it's so high um Barry Mm -hmm. Lyndon yeah deserves to be that high uh Stalker's great to be on there Rashomon's great Mm -hmm. to be on there I know uh, I want to watch Apocalypse Now and Seven Samurai at some point those are also just longer movies that I don't have time for yet
0: yep uh Woman Under the Influence is one of the so I don't remember where I. I think this was a TikTok that I saw that someone was going through like like actress and actor Oscar nominations based on like how much screen time they were in a film. Um, and I feel like Jenna Rowland's in a woman under the influence is the best like full is one of the best full movie performances that I've ever seen. Um, and this is in her career as well as just in cinema as a whole. I do not think she has the career that competes with like a Meryl Streep or anything like that. But this, this is just a masterful set of acting over two hours. And it is, it is easily like my favorite Cassavetti's film that he directed. And uh, it, it's wonderful. Like I would, I, I would love to, to check that out with both of yeah. us and talk about it.
1: Um, back to me, uh, going twenty mm-hmm. uh, eleven on the critics list: Seven Samurai, Apocalypse Now, Persona, Close Up, Meshes of the Afternoon, The Searchers, uh, Cleo from Five to Seven, Rules of the Game, The Godfather, and Sunrise: A Song of Two Humans. Again, I, 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 a lot of repeats here. I don't know much more we mm-hmm. can say. So, do you wanna just kind of? A lot
0: of repeats. A lot of bangers. Yeah, let's jump back down um, to yours
1: and do the last ten for yours.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Persona. In, probably my favorite Ingmar Bergman film. Pro, but then again, Ingmar Bergman film. Ingmar Bergman had a lot of masterpieces. Uh, Persona fucking rules. Um, 20 to 11 for... No, we just did that. 10 to yep. 1. Uh, Close-up. Persona. Number 8, The Mirror. Number 7, 8.5. Number 6, Vertigo. Number 5, Jean D'Ilman. 23, Quoi du Commerce. 1080, Bruxelles. 4, Tokyo Story. 3, The Godfather. 2, Citizen Kane. 1, 2001, A Space Odyssey. I
1: think it's interesting. I I know, okay, so here's here's my argument why I think 2001 tops this director's list. Is you Mm -hmm. watch 2001, a movie that came out in 1968, and you go, how did he do that? Exactly. That's yeah, the only reason that's on number one of on the director's list because I don't think there's a director alive that still gets how Kubrick did that. Um, I don't. I, mean, I don't that come think come really there's a close, director... but
0: yeah, like I don't think there's a director alive that could go back to that time and come anywhere close to presenting the same film shot for shot with the with that product. Yeah. There's there's absolutely no way
1: that top three is really strong though. Um, yeah, Vertigo is great. Uh, I want to watch Tokyo story and I want to watch eight and a half dude,
0: Dude, Tokyo story. I get tears thinking about Tokyo story. (laughs) Like I, and like now where I'm at in my life and my relationship with my, my family, like yo, Tokyo story hits different. Uh, and I'm going to shout out, uh, uh, eight and a half. Of course, one of my favorites. Um, and actually, close up and the mirror, I've not seen. And then I'll talk about uh, another film that we had taught that is in this list when it's when you when you say it. So go. Yeah, ahead.
1: top ten critics list. This is now the all time. Singing in the mm-hmm. rain, Man Banger. with a Movie Camera, Mulholland Drive, Beyond Traville, Beau Travel. 2001: yeah. Space Odyssey, In the Mood for Love, Banger. Tokyo Story, Jason Banger. Kane, Banger, Fortigo,
0: Banger, I cannot pronounce the last. Banger. One. Jean Delmen, twenty three, Quaidu Commerce, ten eighty, Brusch. I
1: am so proud of myself that I've seen six of these movies. Yeah, and Vertigo, Citizen Kane, In the Mood for Love, two thousand one, Mulholland Drive, Singing in the Rain, all great. But let me tell you something about it In the Mood for Love. That movie's gonna hurt you,
0: <laughs> dude. That movie. <laughs> uh, I'm so that I'm so glad to, that's in top five. And I, and like, I think that Vertigo, made, Citizen yeah, I... Kane,
1: being rounding up the the top three are very good.
0: Yes, I do. So I do like that the number one spot is, is not guaranteed anymore. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, I think that that's a, spe- that's a special thing. And I think that as we watch, um, if we come back in 10 years, we'll see what has moved people in new ways. Um, like I didn't, I was trying to find the old 100s to see what was where and kind of like do some, cross-sectional cross-sectional research to the best of my abilities wasn't able to do that not really heartbroken about it but like this 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 10 films I actually think is a very good like if you want a collection of films yeah, I think it's extremely to, strong. to display cinema like this is a really good argument and I've not seen Beau travail or man with a movie camera man with a movie camera I've actually wanted to see since I first saw it on a shelf um so one day hopefully but uh jean Dielman 23 quai du commerce 1080 bruxelles i don't know if i'm saying that correctly i am guessing uh it's a 1975 film directed by chantal ackerman and i had actually watched this for the first time like a week and a half two weeks before this list came out and as as stars aligned as that felt to me i looked at it and i'm like okay i see i see what critics and directors like about this movie now i found it really funny to read a lot of reactions to this list and you know everyone like you said before before we started recording everyone's saying the same four words and now they don't mean anything um and i'm not going to go into that but i i love how everyone thinks that this is just an editorial team that put these together and it's not just it's not just a vote. it's essentially a popularity contest, which is why I always sort of view these things as like this is a collection. And I think I do it that way because when I was a in music crit, we would do album of the year and that was always done by committee and it was a really hard it was a really hard argument every time. like it was always, a bunch of people who didn't know other people so they they weren't afraid to go to the mat on and be petty about it but uh Jean Dealman or yeah Jean dealman is a 100% beautiful film and I think along like I think if you put the three the top three next to each other I kind of feel like I love vertigo I think it's a great movie. But I still feel like Vertigo is the odd one out in that scenario. Windows is th- a
1: better movie than Vertigo.
0: I, you know, I would go. I would. And I would, Rope I is would, a
1: better movie than both of those.
0: Yeah, but amen, <laughs> brother. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we can get in a ring and wrestle anybody, Jesse. Um, but I think with the, what Citizen Kane and and Jean Dillman have in common is they do a lot more with. Images than speech.
1: I, I think the thing about for Citizen Kane, and why I think that it's, I think it deserves kind of to be up there. Just from the, I mean, I'm coming from the 6th that I know of. Is Citizen sure. Kane is is the first movie that I, can, like first movie in the sense of timeline that I can remember, really dissecting, um, narrative timelines and mm. making them be more impactful by doing that where most movies run pretty linearly. I mean, it's, it's definitely not the first one that's done that, but, like, it's yeah. it's so well-constructed that splitting, going back and forth between different time frames and, like, hiding your facts from the very beginning and then twisting mm-hmm. them around and then making your protagonist, like, the worst person in the world, but you understand why he's the worst person in the
0: world. <laughs> like, all of that stuff really yep. plays
1: really well together. Yeah. And again, yeah. Orson Welles. Like, without Orson Welles, that movie doesn't work.
0: Yeah, 100%. And it's just... It's just- you know, then you look at you look at the other ten. Like, yeah, the, these kind of encapsulate cinema as a whole. Like, Singing in the Rain. I don't think there's a musical better. There are musicals I like more, yes, but I do not think there's a better. And Singing in the Rain, I think
1: also has, has a really interesting impact in the movie world too, because it is a movie about movies that isn't <laughs> trying to sugarcoat much. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah, I mean that the, the that movie being made was a struggle in itself.
0: Yes, I also like that it is, it is the movie that set that is set at that pivotal time frame when movies went from being silent to being talking, and uh, I I kind of li- I kind of like the idea of that movie replacing the jazz singer. Yeah. Um.
1: Because Jet Singer has a lot of important cultural, uh, well, not culture, but like technology references. But I think yeah. *Singin' in captures that culture better.
0: Yes, one hundred percent. And it's less racist. Let's just be honest. I mean, I haven't, I haven't um, seen all of that. I've just seen parts. <laughs> um, the Jet Singer is kind of. L- I'm gonna say, um, let's kind of
1: talk about our ten though, because I do have to pee.
0: Yes, that's fine. Uh, let's do. Let's do that. Um, Jesse, I can go first go right
1: ahead Uh, I've been been, I I was digging through no no
0: particular order no I not even in order oh okay because I didn't
1: Uh, that's fine (laughs) here's my disclaimer about this 10 right I have not Mm -hmm. seen a lot of the movies that were on this list so that would definitely change things down the road Um, but for me these are movies I've seen and movies that if you look at my letterbox not all of them have five stars but that's because of my personal taste and not because of I think my critical taste you know does it make sense yeah. Okay. So starting from yeah. ten all the way to one, we got Portrait of Lady on Fire. We Hell got yeah. Memories of Murder.
0: No, yeah. We got boy. Citizen Kane. Yeah, boy. Okay.
1: We got Rashomon.
0: Nice. We got Stray Dog. Hell yeah. We got
1: Casablanca. Nice. We got On the Waterfront. Hell yeah. We got Before Sunrise, which is criminal that none of the Before trilogy is on this list. Um, True. We got the steam. We got Last Samurai. Nice. Hell and yeah. And my number one movie. And again, this is just me being critical of like the what the, the the reason I think like everything about this movie works. And it has a lot to say about a lot of things that I think work really well and still hold up extremely well from a movie that came out over 50 years ago. It's Cool Hand Luke.
0: Ooh. You. And the person who wrote our theme song have a lot in common i'm
1: just saying like i know i know like glamour is probably not the most flashy movie out there
0: it's good though it's dope that movie shit. holds
1: up extremely well it has a lot to say about coming back from war what it does to people what prison does to people but prison work does to people
0: mm-hmm. so when i when i made my 10 um i was trying to think of not with our episode zero i was clearly speaking from the point of view of favorites and I feel like favorites and best are 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 different in in market ways. These are the favorites that I would submit if I were asked to submit a sight and sound list. Uh, first up, Weekend by Jean Luc Godard. Second up, Playtime by Jacques Tati. Uh, third, Fantasia Walt Disney. Thir- fourth, Grave of the Fireflies hi- uh, by Isao Takahashi. Takahara Uh, Five uh, City Lights by Charlie Chaplin Um, Then Children of Men And I believe that's Alfonso Cuarón Ikaru Akira Kurosawa Stalker Andre Tarkovsky Eight and a half Federico Fellini And Raging Bull by Martin Scorsese I think
1: that's a really good list Um, What's interesting Is something I didn't consider When I was picking my 10 And like you asked me probably with more time, because I really didn't think about it uh, as hard mm-hmm. as I probably should have. I didn't, I didn't weigh directors, which I think is also part of the why this list is the way it is. Is you not only yeah. are you weighing the movie itself, but you are weighing who, who directed it. Um, mm, I, I don't think you have. I don't to. think you have to. I think that's just why this list is the way it is. Though you like you you weigh like the. Like, for me, if I was actually making my full attempt that I would submit to this, I would wait to the directors that have impacted me the most critically and then what is their most impactful movie from that, you know what I mean? Sure. Because, and, like, I would even probably dabble a bit in writers, too, but I think, I mean, more than anything, a movie comes down to its director and its lead. Um, The script can be awful and you can still salvage it, but the script can be good and you can have a terrible movie because of the director and its lead. Um Yes, I and mean, edit, editors are key. Too. I mean, there's a lot of key. There's a lot. Of, everybody's important yeah. in the movie. Let me just say. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's, there's really not. There's. really I mean, it, it all, it all works together. Without, and without, without
1: one, a, without a good craft services, we wouldn't get that great scene in Indiana Jones yeah. in the, um, in the Last Crusade. No, no, not Last Crusade. In the, what's the first one? Ark of the Covenant. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark, where he shoots the guy because everybody had food poisoning.
0: Yep. Exactly. Um, exactly. So everybody's important. Yep, everyone's important. Matthew, final thoughts. Ah, um, uh, I like this list. It makes me want to watch movies that I've not seen, as well as movies that I've seen again. So, uh, so job done, sight and sound, as far as I'm concerned. Let's
1: do real quick. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think you already
0: said. that. Let's, Let's do real quick. Not. Let's not. You sure? Yeah, we'll let the we'll let this list and this discussion.
1: But be. I watched a lot of Paul Verhoeven movies.
0: Oh okay, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't say you were bringing up the V Meister. Come on, let's that's go. where I'm at
1: in my backlog of um, of blank check as I listened to all their Verhoeven reviews, and so I'm okay. like, oh, I should watch that. Oh, I should watch that. Oh, I should watch that. Okay. Um, uh, RoboCop's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really good.
1: Uh, Total Recall's pretty all right, um, mm-hmm. and I think Basic Instinct's pretty good
0: okay but you didn't talk about showgirls i have
1: not watched showgirls yet <laughs> oh, okay. But i will get there um, Okay. and I'm not, i have not and i'm not seeing um, i will say
0: this though i will say this, showgirls better than people want oh, to I, think, I think i think i
1: think that's in one of those movies just like um oh, what's the movie you did after that with the spiders the spiders with the bugs uh, starship, starship troopers. troopers like one of the, both of those movies are movies that like people look at now and go oh yeah that was actually really smart
0: <laughs> yeah i will, so i don't think Starship Troopers is as good as everyone thinks it is. I don't think it's bad, but I'm just like, mm, I don't know if this is the one you want to hang your hat at, folks. But, uh, in, but you know, it's still, to, to quote that guy from RoboCop, still buy it for a dollar. Yeah, I'd pay it
1: for a dollar. Um, in two <laughs> weeks, we're going to be talking about Violent Night, because we'll both be me yes. and... Um, Matthew are going to go see that My in theaters. My name is yes, Matthew. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Me and Matthew are going to go see that in theaters this weekend. Yes. Um, and then after that, yes. I think what did I say? I think did I say White Christmas is what we were watching?
0: Well, you you said uh, Holiday Affair, holiday but fare. then you but but then you said let's watch The Apartment. I'm down with that instead. That sounds like more fun. So uh, like yeah, like I will yeah I I don't so not to not to discount your pick. Holiday Affair seems like trite holiday stuff that yeah. Really and by the time that episode comes out, more.
1: we're out of Christmas season anyways.
0: Yeah, exactly. So let's watch The Apartment because at least it's a f- fucking good movie with Jack Lemmon, uh, Shirley MacLaine, and it's directed by Billy Wilder. And we're, we're gonna we're gonna be fine. And, and then- I'm gonna
1: say this after that. I feel like we should do, even though it'll be mid-January when that episode comes out. I think we should do our top ten movies that we watched last year.
0: That's okay. All right. I'm down. I'm down.
1: Um, you can find us on Twitter. It still exists at Free Reiling It. You can email us at Free It at gmail.com you can find me everywhere at the Sleeper of the Bed. Matthew, where can people find you? And who did our theme song?
0: Uh, at, you can find me at Infinite underscore Rewind on Twitter. At inf, or on co-host Infinite Dash Rewind. Search for me there. Um, that's probably where I'm going to be doing more of my posting. Um, I've been busy lately. The World Cup is big. Um, and then my buddy Jason does our, does our theme song. Uh, it's called, I don't remember what the song's called, but he released an album. It is called Bloodshed Kingdom. It's out everywhere. Came out last year and uh, you should listen to that as well as his other material as the Hope Street Steppers. Uh, He goes by the name Deadeye. Hope Street Steppers put out an album called Black Lightning. That's amazing. Find it all on Spotify. Find it on Bandcamp. Support my buddy. He's a great nurse, great father, and a damn great friend. And remember,
1: everybody, no one's opinion matters more than ours. Yeah. Two white men with a podcast. (laughs)
0: Two white men with microphones. Woo! (laughs)